The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. Welcome to Conversations with Ron Richardson on WGSO 990 AM, where we can be open and honest about real-life issues such as disability, mental health, and everyday life. Now, let's have a real conversation with WGSO host, Ron Richardson. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, New Orleans. This is Conversations with Ron Richardson on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Remember, guys, if you want to catch us on the go, you can download the Mixler app and catch each and every show here on WGSO 990 AM. And, of course, yours truly, Conversations with Ron Richardson each and every Saturday morning. And, as always, we bring you positive programming on conversations with ryan richardson and i would like to introduce my good friend and she has become a fixture here on uh conversations with ryan richardson i would like to welcome back my good friend miss sonia jean milliman hiv aids activist and just all around good people and the reason why i say she's good people is because she is one of my biggest supporters and she has supported conversations with Ron Richardson here at WGSO 990 AM since the beginning uh, of the show. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm good. So happy to be here again. It's yeah. like it's been an adventure. Yeah, she's she was like, here actually uh <laughs> two weeks ago. She came down and um we actually did an interview. She co-hosted with me. We did an interview with uh my main man, Mr. Russell Kelly, about his book, Daddy's Cry Too. That was a book about uh, him rearing a daughter, a child with uh, autism. And it was a pretty good interview. And I want to tell you that uh, really you did was. a great job Thank you. Uh, co-hosting with me. So how are you? What's going on? Oh, boy. What's going on? Like, you know, life snowballs. 2024 is starting out kind of like. Yes, it does. In a. <laughs> In an odd way, when you're driving down the street and you look up and you see yourself on a billboard, mm-hmm. it kind of like, it like brings full force of why I've done and made the moves that I have and sacrificed yes. my own personal life with my own family yes. back north um, to come down here and work in the field and make a difference, mm-hmm. um, as I did come down here and acquire HIV here in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because of a great friend of mine, you know who you are, baby girl. Um, I tested regularly, so when I actually, you know, the condom broke, I acquired HIV here. I went home, and within six months, I was diagnosed, started treatment. Three weeks after I started my treatment, I was, like, zero, undetectable, no viral load. Um, And I came down for, you know, a couple of winters and decided that, you know, I needed to move down here. So I just packed up, moved down here, and started working in the field. Met some beautiful amazing sisters, um, part of PWN, Positive Women's Network, Louisiana chapter. Um, one of my good friends, um, I was going through some training for doing testing for HIV. Yeah. One of my girls introduced me to PWN. Um, from then, PWN has like just ignited and inspired me. Um, 
And so that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're just making some moves. I fell into a great job working in harm reduction. Um, we're going to, there's a bunch of us in the community, the HIV community, um, a bunch of my sisters and my brothers who are going to be celebrating the fact that we're living and thriving with HIV. We're going to be um, covering a magazine. On the cover of a magazine, there's going to be a pullout of us telling our stories. Like, these are amazing people that have been thriving with HIV for many years more than I have. And I want to shout you out personally because uh, you've been, like I said, as I said, one of my biggest supporters of, you know, my show Conversations with Ryan Richardson. And I want to thank you, but I also want to shout you out because you do have the big billboard in uh, <laughs> Van Rouge, Louisiana, right? Yeah, there's, uh, my boss also has one and I'm, there's supposed to be one more out there of one of my beautiful sisters. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, my boss Javar has three. I myself have three. That is the culmination of a few years of some hardworking EHE coordinators working together and just trying to bring awareness that we just need to be tested. If we can be tested, we can be treated. Like I said, I acquired... From, from acquiring to diagnosis to being undetectable where I cannot transmit this virus sexually was only six months. And if we ever have it, if we can get people to test, but there's a problem. A lot of people don't want to test because if we know our status, we can be held in a criminal field for that. We can actually be criminalized for it. So uh, it, it's stopping people from testing because what we don't know can't be used against us. Right. And I want to uh, touch on CARP. I want to touch on the Capital Area Reentry Program. And I gotcha. looked on the website, and your name was one of the first names that popped up. She is the Harm Reduction Coordinator, right? Yep, Harm Reduction and Prevention and Coordinator. And Prevention Coordinator, right? Yep, okay. right now. That, yeah, that's the title that Javar gave me. So give <laughs> us a little background on CARP and how you got involved with that. Oh, CARP's been around for a while. Um, a great woman started it um, underground years ago. Uh, I actually joined in February, would have been 2020, so this is my felt coming up to four years. And then um, I started with Javar. We, he took over July as the executive director, and we've just, <laughs> we went from like five people to now having like 11 and 12 people on staff. We have five major areas that we touch hold on. That is the Be Safe Syringe Program, where we supply people with the safe um, supplies to use. We give them Narcan. We talk to them about, you know, when they're ready. They know where they can come to us. We can get them wherever they need to be. We also, um, as part of that, as part of the Be Safe Syringe and part of the prevention, we do the HIV Hep C testing. We're linkage to care. We have this great program coming up here, coming in months, um, that's going to provide incentives for people so that they're getting uh, payment, a way to get there, like travel expense to be right. able to get to treatment. And that's, that's another thing I want to touch on, too. You know, when, you know, you talk about treatment and you talk about medical issues, just medical issues overall, a lot of people do not have a way to get to the doctor or a way to get to medical treatment for whatever it is. So I it go. It just doesn't have to be HIV, right? Nope. Right. It could be anything. Mm -hmm. Like travel, housing, like shortage, like food, 
those are main things that people are worried about. They're not worried about getting to the doctor to be right. healthy. So that's what we're trying to do is take that holistic approach at CARP. Um, that kind of entwines our, we have a research program that actually hits the priority populations, which include black MSM, black transgender, gender diverse, black heterosexual women that are just vulnerable in the prison systems, if they're on parole, anything like that. And we just are starting the new program. Um, it is Houseless Unhoused Gaining Support Program. And that is, we're gonna help anybody. If I can give you a resource, if I can like, be a witness to something for you, that's what we're gonna be there for as, as with part of HUGS. Um, overall, CARP is just for the holistic person. We're all, we're 99% peer driven. Um, and we just work our tails off. I mean, we have a lot of very hardworking people in, in CARP for being so small. You know, that's the thing I have learned about activism since I started this thing, man, is that you have to take it one step at a time, one day at a time. You have to work at it uh, in order to achieve a certain goal. But you know what? Mm -hmm. As always, man, I want you to continue with me. We got to go to our first break. All right. This is Conversations with Ron Richardson on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. I got my homegirl, Miss Sonia Jean <laughs> Milliman, back All with right, me baby. on uh, this show. And she's got a lot of information coming up. So you know what? We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. Look at the sky. It's the color of love. There must have been a What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Auctioner Health, Southeast Louisiana's largest nonprofit, multi-specialty healthcare delivery system. Auctioner Health, innovating healthcare. Find out more at auctioner.org. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO, and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B. are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. Thank you for listening and participating in the Jack Clegg Show, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Our audience and management have asked us to extend the show to Thursday nights at 7 p.m., and we will do that, at least until the 2024 election is over. We will continue to oppose the rich men north of Richmond who want to control what we think and control what we do. Get ready, Raider New Orleans. The Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two days only. January 20th and 21st. At the Punch Train Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and more. That's the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show. January 20th and 21st. At the Punch Train Center. Show hours 9 to 5 on Saturday, 10 to 5 on Sunday. Don't miss it. Hey, this is Christian Garrick. I'm excited about my new show on WGSO 990 AM, Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. There are a lot of things going on in this country and in this city that are concerning. I'm your voice. 
you might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform, noon to two, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. Hey, y'all, the Beat Exchange has a new time slot on WGSO, 990 AM in New Orleans. It's 7 p.m. on Mondays. Exchange with Barbara Hoover, Mondays at 7 p.m. Hello, y'all. Let's talk daily from 4 to 5 about our town. The Cynthia Clark Show is powered by Vinyl Tech, the Gulf Coast premier exterior home improvement expert. Hi, I'm Huck. And this is Dave. Please join us on Liberty or Lockdown on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Be there. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is Conversations with Ryan Richardson on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Remember, guys, if you want to catch us on the go, you can download the Mixler app and catch each and every show here on WGSO. Don't forget to drop us a line, 504-556-9696, And she is back with me, Miss Sonia Jean Milliman. Hey. How are you hanging? I'm hanging good. I'm hanging good. All right. Excited. There's a lot of stuff coming up this year. A lot of good fights we got ahead of us. It is so. always a pleasure to have you in the studio, man. I always say that when you come down because it all it it's always fun. It always is. It's always fun. We always have a good time. Yeah. Whether we're co-hosting, we're just you know sitting here doing this, like right. just talking about things that you know, right. differently abled people, man. We we exist. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of things. We succeed. We make a lot of changes in this world. And like with people like you, allowing the atmosphere and allowing people to have the space to be able to voice what's going on in their life. You know, I've been sitting in with a lot of great, great interviews with a lot of people. Um, I've listened to a lot of different ones with, you know, throughout Mm -hmm. this time. And like you're doing some good things, man. I appreciate that. And, you know, I always say the reason why I started this show is because I just wanted to make a change. And I wanted to give people a voice for those that don't have a voice. Baby, you're sense. doing that. Right. You know, I'm, I'm so thankful. You know, sometimes you get on some sites and you're checking out some people and you like hit up somebody and you have start having a conversation. You never know where it's going to go. Right, right, right. So I want to <laughs> touch on... I Criminalization, that's a a long word, criminalization of HIV. And you had some interesting facts about that that you stated earlier um, when we opened. But I want to get a little bit more in depth on uh, the criminalization. That's a hard word for me. It is, it is, it is. You know, and, you know, as my shirt says, it's like you care about HIV criminalization, you just don't know it yet. Mm -hmm. You know, it can affect, it's going to affect everyone. And um, I have been, like last year, I was part of HIV is Not a Crime. Um, It was a training academy. It was HIV, or HINAC 5, they called it. Mm -hmm. HINAC 6 is coming up here in a little while. I'm going to give some updates on some of those events later on. Um, But, you know, our laws here in Louisiana, 
<laughs> make it hard to be a person living with HIV. And it makes it hard to do testing. Because if we, if we know our status <laughs> and we do not disclose, or a person says that they've been with us, and we have to prove that they knew that we were living with HIV. It, it makes, you know, why, do we want, why does a person want to know? So it's almost like it's... And it's only exposure. Let me, right. let me really emphasize. It's not, you do not get criminalized for transmission. This is all on exposure. Like, you cannot transmit HIV through kissing, but they would consider that an exposure. Exposure because of the act. Am I right? Correct. Okay. And just so like, yeah. Right. And I think, you know, you said the last time. Exposure. Right. Like, last time you said, you know, it could just be as something simple as a hug. And a person can say, I've been exposed. Correct? They can try. I mean, you cannot acquire HIV by hugging and stuff. So this is right. where that borderline is. And that's mm -hmm. why we're trying to get this wording. And we're really working hard on the language and things through um, Louisiana Coalition on Criminalization and Health here in Louisiana. It's a wonderful coalition that I am so honored to be a part of with some amazing people that are really trying to protect those of us living with HIV. PWN is another facility that, like, it's another group that are amazing people working to just make our lives so that we can live them without any any worries of, like, being on a sex offender, I mean, I have a grandbaby I've been talking to for the last two nights. And, like, to be charged and then told that I'm on the sex offender list and cannot hold that grandson of mine just because I'm a person living with HIV that I cannot transmit this virus to anyone. Literally, sexually, I cannot transmit this virus to anyone. It's I cannot. It's It's been scientifically proven. Um, and the one thing is, is that since HIV first became a concern in the 80s, the scientific advancements have been made and many early assumptions about transmission have been proven false. Like, despite this, many states still have laws that impose harsh, harsh penalties. Mm -hmm. They include felony imprisonment of individuals living with HIV, and it definitely does not recognize, like, this, early, like this new scientific, like, anything about our scientific advancements. And, you know... The main reason why I bring you in a lot of to my show is because, you know, I, I focus a lot on breaking the stigma of people who are in the differently able community mm -hmm. as well. As many of you know who've listened to my show and who followed me, um, I've had my own struggles with being di differently abled. And one of the hardest things, and you can relate to this too, is one of the hardest things is getting out of that box that people put you in. And I know 100%. with HIV, uh, once people, or once you disclose that to someone, whether it be friends, a significant other, or whoever, they have a tendency to, tendency to put you in a box. And right. you, never really, you never really get out of that box once that information is passed on. Correct. And with, this, with the criminalization, Along with that box, it puts me in a box, mm -hmm. but it also opens with me being open with my and with me and disclosing my status. Mm -hmm. That opens me up to more situations where I could be held accountable and criminalized. 
The one thing I do want to say about HIV is not a crime, and this is coming from, like, the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation. Um, This information comes, like, through Zero Project. That HIV modernization is really bipartisan. You know, since 2021, states like Missouri, Georgia, Indiana, Kentucky, and Tennessee have passed bills that modernize their HIV criminalization laws. Um, In those states, between 87 to 97 percent of Republican lawmakers supported the bill. Without support from those Republicans in Illinois, Nevada, New Jersey, and Virginia, HIV modernization bills would not have passed. So it's not, you know, it's bipartisan. It's we need both sides to realize and understand that these laws can not only affect those of us living with HIV, no matter who we are. I don't. It, it HIV affects people who look like me. Right. People that are beautiful queens, kings. Like, it doesn't matter what race you are, what color your skin is, what your education level is. It doesn't matter how much money you have. But what matters is those people that do have some money. Like, remember that, you know, y'all could help, like, get some research going for us. Like, and, you know, but it is bipartisan. We need everyone, everyone to realize that these laws can affect you. Really look into them. If you need to, like, get some information on it, Please, please look up, you know, go in and look at these these laws yourself. If you have questions, feel free to get a hold of me. Like, it's smilliman.pwh.com or at gmail.com. Like, you can call me anytime. If you need some answers, I will direct you in the right places to get the resources. Like, we need your help. We need these laws changed because there's a lot of people that are Right now, especially in this state, that is affecting a whole lot of people. And I'm not going to lie. It's mostly my beautiful, dark-skinned kings that are being affected by this. And it's wrongfully done. All right, man. You know what? We're going to our second break. And I think we need this break because that was a little emotional for the both of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be right back, man. This is a WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. I got my girl, Miss Sonya Jean. Milliman in the building. And you know what? We got some good music coming up because it's Mardi Gras. And, oh, uh, yeah. We're going to close out with uh, the meters. Fire on the bayou. We'll be right back after this. Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com.
WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at WGSO.com or call 504-669-606. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Are you looking for the perfect personalized gift for your friends and loved ones? Then look no further than Crow and Crescent. Crow and Crescent provides customizable handmade gifts, tumbler cups, and much more. All items are handmade with care and can be gift wrapped with personalized messages. For more information, you can find us at crowandcrescent.com and on Instagram. Crow and Crescent, let us show you the right gift for any occasion. USA News Update. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. And all you have to do is make one short 10-minute call to take your business up a notch or bounce back from these difficult couple of years. Omega Accounting Solutions can help you recover any payroll tax overpayments you made during the pandemic. You may even be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee. All it takes is a quick, easy, free 10-minute ERC consultation to determine if you qualify. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800-300-9ERC. That's 800-300-9ERC. 1-800-300-9ERC or visit OmegaTaxCredit.com. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. (laughs) The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. 
Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Boy, have we got a show for you this week. Ever wonder where all the great songs have gone? Well, we found them. Hey, everyone, I'm Pat Matthews, your host of 70s Deja Vu. And once again, I'll be looking in the rearview mirror, and I'll see you in the back seat. Join me for some great music, all selected to get you going on 70s Deja Vu. Sunday morning at 7 a.m., right here on 990 a.m. WGSO. Bring your business back to life with signs. Show-stopping signage can give your business the visibility it needs. Sir Speedy is a trusted resource for sign design, production, and installation. From trade show displays, banners and posters, to directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, and more, Sir Speedy's sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Coming back with some, uh, the system. Don't disturb this group. You know, I always got to put my DJ, DJ touch on. Always. That's, that's, that's where I come from, man. I can't, I can't get out my system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, right. what, that's what makes you you, baby. Yeah, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Hit us up, 504-556-9696. This is WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Remember, guys, if you want to catch us on the go, you can download the Mixler app and catch each and every show here, including yours truly, Conversations with Ryan Richardson. And uh, she is in... WGSO Studio, snapping pictures as always. Miss Sonia Jean Milliman. And we are live on Facebook for those of you yeah. who are uh, listening and following and tuning in and all that. So we are going to get back to the criminalization. I said it right. Yes, you did. Of uh, HIV. You wanted to expound on that a little bit more because it's a lot of loopholes and just different issues that a person may I say, that doesn't have HIV, does not think about May not. May yeah, not think exactly. about it. Right. Exactly. Right. And it's it's like something that's really, like, really close to my heart. And ending the epidemic is, you know, if everyone could be, te- it could be, would test and could be treated, we really could end this epidemic. I mean, PrEP works. Don't get me wrong. PrEP is out there. PrEP is a godsend. If I would have known about PrEP, and I would have been on PrEP when I was with that man, and the condom broke, I probably would not have acquired, which I know being on PrEP, I would not have acquired it. Right. But since I wasn't on PrEP, I didn't even know about PEP. Now, I want to I stop you. Uh, expound and explain uh, to the listeners what PrEP is. Okay, so 
and I'm not going to get the words correct, but PrEP is, so you're going to take PrEP before. So you're going to take PrEP like birth control. PrEP is to keep you from acquiring HIV. So if you are on PrEP, you have sex with somebody who happens to be living with HIV and is not on treatment, so their viral load is high and can transmit the virus to you, you will not acquire HIV. PrEP works. PrEP works. PrEP works. If you are a person that has multiple partners or you just feel that you want to be safer, please, for all means, talk to your primary doctor. Look it up. Google it. There are many, many, many ways to get PrEP. You can contact us at CARP. You can go to the Louisiana Department of Health website. Like, there are many ways that you can get yourself some PrEP. PEP is post. You're going to take that. It's going to be like the morning after pill where if you are in trouble and you something happens and you don't know even if the person is living with HIV, but you want to make sure that you are not going to be allowing HIV to replicate in your body, you can go to your doctor. You can ask them or any emergency room within 72 hours. And it's 72 hours from the time that you may feel that the HIV virus was transmitted to you. You can go and they will put you give you a PEP pill, and that'll keep the virus from replicating in your system. Um, but those, you know, a lot of people don't know that information, and then a lot of people don't understand where the criminalization comes into play, where I now know my status, which means I have to inform every single person that I have any sexual contact with before we have said sexual contact, that I am a person living with HIV. The worst part about the laws here in Louisiana is the fact that I have to prove that I made sure that they were informed, which means I need to take every precaution. I have it on every one of my face, uh, every one of my social media, wherever, I, dating sites, anywhere. I have it on there that I am a person living and thriving with HIV. Um, I also, I tell everyone, <laughs> probably more people than want to know, um, but I tell everybody that I'm living with HIV, especially if it's a man and I'm getting ready to have a conversation about maybe us kicking it because I don't want to waste their time. Some people are not educated yet, and so they just go like, okay, and kick rocks. Others, you know, participate. But um, it's the laws here, and the laws here are not based on the science, as I said earlier. By no means are they based on the fact that I cannot transmit HIV sexually as an undetectable person. Again, even though I am undetectable, not everyone can reach undetectable status. And that, that's, the, that's the other part to it, too, because with the last few interviews that we've done together, you know, you always talk about how, you know, the medicines and technology has changed so much. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the shows that we did together when you came down, um, we were talking about chronic kidney, kidney disease. Yep. And you stated how, you know, the HIV medicines of the past, mm. you know, would affect the kidneys and, you know, all these people would end up being on dialysis and different things of that nature. And now, you know, things have gotten better. Right. And, you know, you're literally a walking, breathing and living example of, of, mm. of you know, what what HIV is and can be if you take the necessary steps to Correct. to take care of yourself and, and thrive. 
Yep. With HIV, right? Correct. Right. And that's where we have to break the stigma down. A hundred percent I have to break the stigma down. And again, I, I keep coming back to it, This, and I'm going to today, and it's the criminalization here in Louisiana. Um, I do want to say that these laws do not promote public health in no means. There's no evidence that HIV criminal laws promote public health by increasing disclosure, HIV testing, or safer sex. The laws have not have had zero impact at all on rates of HIV diagnosis. HIV criminal laws harm marginalized communities. They really harm marginalized communities that are already disproportionately affected by HIV. The other thing about this is y'all are like, you know how costly this is? And that's another <laughs> thing, you know, certain money, insurances. Money, 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 money. Know, <laughs> certain insurance doesn't cover or they may only cover a portion of treatment and, you know, you're left with paying out of pocket. Well, you thankfully. Know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the full Thankfully, there thing, is Ryan White Services. But again, mm-hmm. and not everyone is in treatment because not everyone knows their diagnosis. Right. Some also have fallen out of treatment. If you're worried about where your housing is, if you're worried about where you're getting your next meal, how you're going to, like, get around, you're not worried about taking that medication. You know, that, that's the thing, you know, I'm, and I'm just going to be real here for a minute. Like, you know, when you're worried about where your next meal is coming from, when you're worried about where you're going to lay your head, I mean, let's let's be frank here. Who gives a damn about their health? Baby. You know? I mean, and that, that falls under over any differently abled yes. situations. Yes. I mean, like, we got to have housing. Like, everyone, and I don't care where you're from again. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who you are. You are a human being in this world. You deserve to have a safe place to sleep at night. You deserve food, and you deserve to have fresh air to breathe. That's that's just human nature. That's just something that we really need to remember, that we all, all deserve to have these things. And I don't care, again, I don't care where in the world you come from. Like, we all deserve these things. Um, like, there's so many, so many situations of, you know, different things that I've seen of people who are differently able. They're, you know, some people, like, push them down from, from leadership because they don't feel like like they're capable of, of handling leadership because they're differently abled. And you and I have talked about that many times. I mean, even through my own experiences, having a disability and being differently able, working in this business, yep. you know, I have been put in situations where... You know, I have been looked at as less of because of the way I walk. So I would find myself constantly fighting and constantly trying to prove myself and literally just breaking down doors and saying, you know what the hell with it? I'm going to do this. Right. And at the end of the day, they have no choice but to respect you. No choice. Because anybody who knows me knows that. I'm not going to take no for an answer. If you tell me I can't do it, I'm going to okay, do well, it. Well, you know what? I'm going to show you. All right. And I can't say what I want to say on air, but. <laughs> but that's why know. I think you and I get along because right. we're the same way on mm-hmm. that. Don't, right. please don't tell me I can't do something because my daddy raised me that right. I can do anything I put my mind to. Yeah. And I put my mind to like changing some things in this country that, especially this country, but in this world, especially when it comes to people living with HIV. And, and shouts out to my mom and my grandmother and grandfather. Yeah. I, I think my mom is listening at home, but, you know, 
I, you know, my mom and grandmother and grandfather gave me that drive to say, you know what, I'm not stopping. So we got to go to our last break, man, yep. and uh, we'll be right back. This is Conversations with Ron Richardson on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We got Miss Sonia Jean Milliman in the building, HIV and AIDS activist, and all around just she promotes everything concerning differently abled, chronically ill, whatever the case may be. So you know what? We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. And uh, we're going to close this breakout with Bobby Brown. Thank you, boo. All right, man. We'll be right back. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Got your license to grill? Call Chew on This Saturdays at noon on WGSO and tell us all about it. Don Clement and Patty B are waiting to hear your cooking secrets. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Join me, BJ Rust, every Saturday night for the Something to Say radio show on WGSO 990 AM and streaming live on WGSO.com. Hi, I'm William Wallace. You can hear me live on Tuesday nights at 5 o'clock here on WGSO or see what I had to say on Facebook at William Wallace for America. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. 
Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, man. Coming back with some Jodeci, get on up right here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Remember, guys, you can drop us a line, 504-556-9696. Call in, man, and see what we're talking about today here on Conversations with Ron Richardson. And remember, if you want to catch us on the go, you can also download that Mixler app and catch each and every show here on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Special shouts out to Miss Sonia Jean Milliman, who is in studio with me. We are in our last segment. Time flies when you're having fun, huh? Always. Always. We always have fun. Yeah. All right, man. And, of course, she is here talking about HIV and AIDS and different things that are going on in the community of Baton Rouge and city of Baton Rouge. Let me say it again. I am very, very proud of you. And I appreciate everything that you do concerning conversations with Ryan Richardson and in your community of It's not just me, though, baby. Yeah, everybody. Baby, I couldn't do what I do if I didn't have people behind me. And I've got a lot of sisters that stand next to me, standing beside, like, I've got so many people that are involved in this. Like, it's taken a community to do this. I'm just happy to be able to have the privilege by looking at me, uh, to have the voice, to be able to say it. Because, you know, unfortunately, there's some people that aren't listened to because of different things in their life. And, of course. Um, yeah, so I'm just going <laughs> to... I just need to do that voice. But I, I'm not doing this. It's not just me. I have so many people out there that are making some moves. And honestly, like... Positively Aware magazine, I don't know what month it's coming out, but you're going to see a whole lot of us from the community here from Baton Rouge, New Orleans, all of us living, thriving, doing everything, succeeding in life. Man, we're next to you. We're your doctors. We're your lawyers. We're everyone. You just don't know where we are because we're just thriving. Like, just don't don't knock us out. Don't count us out. We're important in this world, and we're going to make some moves. I'm going to put an APB out for your friend uh, Michelle because she's (laughs) been a person who I've been trying to get on the show for the longest so if she's out there <laughs> tell her she needs to come on a conversation with Ron Richardson tell Michelle her. Anderson yeah yeah man Michelle oh. Rigdon yeah. Anderson no anyways right. yeah so like um there is a lot happening right now mm-hmm. I mean this is the new year now or January 2024 like Again, I said for myself, like, it's ever-expanding, ever-exploring. Like, I'm just trying to do things that I can always help the community. Yes. Um, but there's some major, major events coming into the city, into New Orleans. And that's and what I was going to allude to next. Uh, yeah. You got, some, you got some events coming up, man. So why don't sure you touch do. on that? Yeah. Sure do. Um, like, the next thing we have coming up is February 7th is Black HIV Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that 
we are trying to plan some kind of, you know, so a, a really nice event to happen in Baton Rouge. I'm not going to spill any details. There's a really, really good guy behind it, pulling in a lot of people, great ideas. I love when people come into our community and decide to make it their home and and continue to do the good work that they've done for yes. a long time. You know who you you know who you are, Boo. You know who you are. Hopefully, I'll see you this in just a little bit if I catch you next door at this uh, convention. Matter of fact, right now, um, not too far from here, there's a conference, and it is creating, if I'm not mistaken, it's creating change. It's a LGBTQ conference. Um, great information there. Um, next is Women and Girls Day is March 10th. Um, it's important. We need to bring awareness. The high, the highest popularity right now is is young women. Young black women are, are acquiring HIV. And again, it's these laws. It's these criminalization laws. These laws are affecting people that they should not be affecting. These laws need to stop. These laws need to keep, we need to get them changed. We need people comfortable with getting tested and treatment. We need to remember that undetectable equals untransmittable. U equals U. It's a fact. It's there. It's going to stay. There's no turning back. It's, we're even proving they're getting where they're proving that your viral load can be even be a little bit higher and still be undetectable. Like, the science is there. If we cannot get people tested in treatment, we are never going to end the epidemic. So when it comes to viral load, and I want to ask this right, you said that the viral load mm -hmm. of a person who has been diagnosed with HIV can be high, but you can still be undetectable. Now, now, no, that's right. what they're, they're working on saying. Right now, okay. it's under 200. So you have to have a viral load of under 200 mm -hmm. to be considered undetectable by through CDC and everything at this moment. But there, of course, there's research. Thank God there are research programs going on every avenue of every disease, every virus, everything in the world, because research tells us that maybe that viral load is a little bit higher. We just can't prove it yet. Uh, so I can't, it's not 100%. I'm not stating that. It's always, it's still under 200 is undetectable. So but, under 200 is undetectable. Yes. Now, as I said before, though, some people cannot reach that. Maybe because they've spent years on all those other hard drugs, so now their body's resistant. So they may not get that undetectable. But that does not mean that they're trying to transmit this virus. So the... the like. No, they're trying to everything they can to keep from transmitting this virus. So no one mm -hmm. should be held accountable. No one should be criminalized for HIV. The, the, the body becomes kind of just accustomed to having a certain level, so to speak. Am I right? Uh, when, it, when it comes to HIV, and you may not be able to get to that level because you've been... Correct, correct, correct. I hope like, I'm saying that right. Right, because your medication may be, again, your body builds up a resistance. Let me take it to something maybe people can think about. Growing up, you get put on the antibiotic. What's that doctor tell you? Take it till the end. And people be like, oh, I'm feeling better. Psh, they throw that antibiotic away. They still got like four days left. The next time they need that same antibiotic, it doesn't work for them. Why? Because your body's built up because a resistance. your body's built up a resistance. So HIV medication, and I am not an expert. Let me like clarify, right, clarify that, that 100%. I definitely am not on that side of this work. I am on only lived experience side. But it, it's just common sense to, to me that if you build that resistance, you got to do your best to not. So, like, you know, being consistent with your medication is good. 
So real quick, as I know we're like, you know, working on time, I want to put out there, if you want more information about HIV and policy, you can go to www.hivlawandpolicy.org, and you can also go lcch.org. A couple other things that are happening, though, events coming up. We have the AIDS Watch in Washington, D.C., March 17th through the 19th. Okay. We have HIV Biomedical in Seattle, Washington, April 19th through 20th. Very important conferences. AIDS Watch, obviously, is about making changes in the government and legislation. HIV Biomedical is all about our science, like our science with PrEP, like our researches, things like that. The big one that's coming up that's going to be held right here in New Orleans is our United States Conference on HIV and AIDS, and it's going to be held September 12th through 15th. I do not know venue. I don't know details completely. If you really, really want to know what our community is about, show up. Show up. Because we come strong. Our last one, if I'm not mistaken, we had 1,000 people in attendance. We're strong. Um, All right. So we got to close this one out. All right, baby. If you need <laughs> any information, 716-238-3555. This has been Conversations with Ryan Richardson, and I would like to thank everybody who tuned in today. Miss Sonia Jean, thank you for always supporting and always showing love when you come through. Always, baby. And all the you, best. It's not possible. I appreciate that, man. This has been Conversations with Ryan Richardson on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Remember, guys, if you want to find out more information about yours truly, you can contact me on Facebook. Just search for the Ryan Richardson Facebook page and Ronald underscore Richardson underscore Jr. on Instagram. Peace and love. See you guys next week. And remember, healing starts with you. I'm out. Love you, New Orleans.